This just in, you are looking at a, obviously a very disturbing live shot there. That is the World Trade Center, and we have unconfirmed reports this morning that a plane has crashed into one of the towers of the World Trade Center. Going into space, mathematics, quantum mechanics, the secrets of the universe, it's all there. Life is fiery with its beauty, its incredible detail. Tuning into it, they want to shatter your mind, talking about Justin everybody doing today monday august 8 2022 we're here uh, just got off work you know gotta sell insurance to pay off my insurance debt it's like a fucking vicious uh cycle scam just uh out here running phone scams in north carolina what do you do for a living <laughs> um yeah man i don't know but um in the south, you know, chewing a dip, a little grizzly wintergreen pouches. Buddy of mine actually <laughs> says funny fucking Dustin and Javon. Uh, what did they say? Copenhagen original. What true rednecks dip. If you dip anything else, you're a pussy. Well, guys, I guess I am a pussy. So, doing that with a little ginger ale to... Uh, <clears throat> Help with the stomach ailments. You know, I don't have any stomach ailments, but I did have Chipotle today, so <laughs> do with that information what you will. Happy to be off work. Clocked out right at 5 o'clock, just like a good employee should. Try to do a little bit with uh, my life here. Instead of laying on the couch, I thought, hey, why don't you be fucking productive and just talk shit, you know? Nah, don't go to the gym, you know, don't exercise your body, don't read a book or get smarter or, you know, study something or, you know, work on some math or learn how to build a rocket. No, just sit here with your hand up your ass and talk shit. So that's what we're doing. That's all we're doing today. And um, I don't know, it's kind of, like I said on the first one, though, you know, it's kind of a form of meditation, uh, just like jujitsu is, you know, just kind of being here, being present. I'm not thinking about other things right now, you know. Um, I'm not worried about Ukraine or ISIS. Remember when that was a thing? Or um, anything, really, uh, except for what's the next word that's going to come out of my mouth. That's it. <laughs> really, I mean, I'm very present right now. One of the thing they say, yesterday's history... Tomorrow is a mystery. Today is a gift. That's why it's called the present. Oh, how cute. Where'd you hear that from? Heard that from AOL back in like 2000. It was on my dad's profile or whatever the AOL things were called. Remember AIM, AIM? 
can you go on AIM? Hop on there. My screen name was like NBA Jam 900. I was like three foot six. Uh, those were the days. Now we got this fucking everything. Uh, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, Facebook. You know, uh, women these days aren't doing ladylike things anymore. Last date I went on, well, one of the last dates I went on. I go on so many dates, let me tell you. No, this was a, a date I went on the Tinder app. Girls like, yeah, I just uh, bought a house. I was like, wow, that's very impressive for like a 24-year-old. Um, how did you do that? She's like, yeah, well, I saved up $60,000 from OnlyFans. No lie, guys. This is the real story that happened with this chick. God love her. We wish her well. Tease off. No, um, but yeah, so <laughs> she was flipping her bean on Only, you know, and bought a, bought a crib. Bought a bunch of furniture and stuff with it. And, uh, yeah, but that's just not someone you want to take home to mom. So, you know, we wish her well. Anyway, like I was saying, a little bit of this pod being a form of meditation uh, and therapy. It's therapeutic, you know? So I kind of wanted to just talk about therapy a little bit with you because, again, this is the healing generation. We talk about our feelings. You know, they used to say, be a man, man up. You know, now they don't even chew regular Copenhagen original. Now we got grizzly wintergreen pouches because I'm a fucking pussy, you know. But the uh, therapy, you know, I was asking myself this question because, you know, I go to therapy. I see a therapist. Don't judge me. Tony Soprano had a fucking therapist, all right? Best show on television ever, hands down. Next to Band of Brothers, my second favorite show, both on HBO. Shout out to HBO. Therapy, though, it's interesting because it works when you're in it. And then when you leave and you get in your car, you're like, fuck, I got to do this again. You know, I got to deal with the road rage and the traffic immediately. Boom. Right when you get in the car. It's like you can't live in your therapist's office, you know. Even if they're giving you ketamine and you're gone for two hours, you can't be on ketamine forever, you know. You have to live life on life's terms. So what does that look like? What does that look like? Set your intention. Sit with that. <laughs> um. I don't know what that looks like. You know, the more I learn, the less I know. That's a that's a really good saying, and I finally understand what that means. But, you know, um, I don't know if it has any long-term benefits. Maybe a little. You know, maybe years of therapy will give you, you know, a year of self-discipline. Um, but will a lifetime of therapy give you enlightenment? I don't think so. Did that make sense? I don't know. We're going to find out. I'm just saying, though, like, you know, the Buddha was never, well, the Buddha was the only one. But, you know, the, the Dalai Lama or fucking these people out here, these gurus, um, I hate that word. You know, it makes me cringe. Someone pulled up that cringe meme. But it literally kind of makes me cringe. But there's no one on planet Earth today living in the physical form who is fully enlightened. 
you talk to the Dalai Lama, he'll probably say that he has bad days too. You know, he gets angry. He checks his anger. He's able to look at it from a objective point of view, talking about being the uh, subject and the object experiments or experience. If anybody knows what this is, this is pretty interesting. Um, it's basically rather than being your problems and feeling like you are your problems, they say to take a step back and be the observer of the problem. So you're not the subject. You're not the problem itself. You are you are uh, the observer of that problem. Just like I'm not my thoughts, I'm the one that is paying attention to my thoughts. Wow, Kai, that was a dirty thought. Don't think that. That's ego. That's judgment. The self is forever here. So I don't know. I, I did learn that in therapy, so I guess it, it did a little something. But what I'm saying is I'm still fucked up. I'm still crazy. I still have resentments and anger and bitterness and jealousy and hatred and you know, um, fear and self-esteem issues and the list goes on and on and on and on and on till six in the morning, you know, but, um, yeah, so I don't know, therapy, long-term benefits, meditation has definitely helped, definitely helped, but it hasn't cured me, I'm not cured, I was an addict for 10 years, now I'm not, where's that guy now, Passages Malibu, wonder how he's doing, Speaking of Passages Malibu, that's a rehab. Uh, I've been there. Not Passages Malibu, but I've been to rehab before. And I've been to rehab in Florida. Who else has been to rehab in Florida? Well, most people who've been to rehab, because that's where most of rehabs are, are in Florida. And I'm not a geographical um, wizard on where rehabs are in Florida, but I would assume most of them are in the southeast corner of Florida, so talking like Broward County, um, what else, Palm Beach County, so you got like Palm Beach, West Palm, Delray, Pompano, Port St. Lucie, Fort Lauderdale, you know, and then uh, it's funny though, because Florida is uh, known for a lot of those recovery centers, but it's also known for a lot of Florida, the, the you ever see the, the Florida man meme? A lot of crazies. If you type in Florida man on Google and then your birthday, there is most likely going to be a news article about a Florida man that committed a crime on your birthday. That's how many there are. Try it. It's an interesting experiment. So, uh, yeah, man, went down to Florida. Back in 2014, went to Delray Beach, the good old sunny South Florida. It's a it's a sunny place for shady people is what they called it. And I went down there not wanting to get clean. I was kind of pushed slash forced to go down there. This is almost, this is, this is yeah, this is over eight years ago. Uh, eight years ago uh, in June, eight years and two months. So specific. Stop being so specific. See, that's the, the judgment. But went down, not ready to get clean. My brother was down. Oh, well, broke someone's anonymity. Someone I knew was down there and basically said, hey, we got a bed for you. Come on down. I had nothing to lose. I was doing what? Working at Papa John's, stealing pizzas. You know, I would even go as far as saying this. I've brought an empty box of pizza with a $20 bill in it to someone's house, pretending I was giving them a pizza, and they would hand me something in a bag. 
true story. I'm cooler than you. No. <clears throat> 20 bucks. Come on. I'm not like a, I was a fucking kingpin. You go to, you go to rehab, you go to detox. Everybody was a kingpin. There was one guy from Virginia and he had an Eagles tattoo on his leg. So he probably moved from Philly or in a very, he probably moved from a very nice area outside of Philadelphia in a suburb to Virginia when he was like eight. And he just always told people he was from Philly. That's how a lot of people are in South Florida. I'm from Philly. Then turns out they grew up on a, you know, country club, uh, in Charlotte or something and, uh, have a trust fund. But I remember this kid not not even joking around with you right now, saying he said, "If you bought weed in Virginia, you probably bought your weed from me, dude." Pull up that cringe meme again, cause that is fucking cringe. I need like a sound effect, the cringe alert. Maybe that'll come next time. But yeah, that that happened. Um, and what else happened in Florida? Florida was actually. Interesting. I was so young, dude. I was 21 turning 22 when I was down there. And I was in a toxic relationship. I had like negative $200 in my bank account. I had an over $200 monthly car payment. So I, yeah, it wasn't good. Let's just say this. I ended up staying in Florida for about 60 days and coming back home. And I remember the tech that was working at the inpatient PHP rehab that I was at called Real Life Recovery. They ended up getting shut down by the FBI for insurance fraud. No lie. Same with a lot of treatment centers down there. It happened. But Real Life Recovery was like the first one. No bullshit. Google it. But the tech, when I said I was going home and I was ready, she was like, okay, well, we'll we'll see you back next time. Like she knew I was going to, you know, get high again. (laughs) And I, I was like, bitch, you don't know me. I got this. I got this. Well, I didn't got this, guys, because I, you know, I did the halfway house shuffle about six times thereafter, all the way to, uh, I don't know, 2019 or so. So, blessed be the Lord, one day at a time, just for today, all that stuff. Um, met some friends, had some friends in some, some rehabs, you know, uh, unfortunately, Many of them have passed on. Few of them have stayed clean. And the rest of them are on OnlyFans. So that's what happens when you go to treatment. You smoke menthols and you drink monster energy drinks and go to NA, you know, go to outpatient. And you get Western Union money mailed to you from your mom. And, uh, and then you want to go and get all awakened and enlightened when you learn about healing and recovery and the journey. And then when you come out to a little healing town like Asheville, you turn into a, um, I don't know how to say this without sounding judgy, guys. I'm not sounding judgy. I'm just talking. But you turn into a, let's say an SJW, a social justice warrior, right? These people are against capitalism, and they want to fight the system, and they want to say, eat the rich, but their parents grew up in a 4,000-square-foot house with a pool in the backyard, but they want to eat the rich, even though their dad bought them a Mercedes in ninth grade, they want to eat the rich. They want to eat the rich as long as you don't take their dad's money, everyone else but them, 
there's another term for that. A lot of the people in the um, supporting of the Black Lives Matter community, most of them are white women, first of all. Let's be very honest about that. And there's a, a name for them as well. And there's a little acronym in NIMBY. It stands for Not In My Backyard. So, for example... Uh, let's give her let's give her a nice white name. Stephanie will be tweeting uh, or Lauren, you know, Black Lives Matter. But then when a black family or a I don't know underprivileged complex moves near them, they get all offended and they want to move. So as long as you know Black Lives Matter, as long as you're not in my backyard, and that's kind of how I see the Ukraine thing as well. It's like. Ukraine, it's it's all white people in Ukraine. No one gives a fuck about Yemen. What color are, are people in Yemen? And I'm not trying to sound racist, but what are they, tan? Khaki? I mean, people who are in Ukraine are white, so you could see yourself in them. That's why these people feel so strongly about Ukraine. And then Ben Stiller goes over to Ukraine. It's, I thought it was a war zone, dude. What are you doing over there? Shaking hands with a guy with a green T-shirt who hasn't, he hasn't washed it in six years. You know, but um, speaking of where, where was I going with this? Going on my fucking rants again. The um, oh, social justice warriors and eat the rich. Um, I was at Chipotle today, and it was right next to a Starbucks. I wonder how many Chipotles are next to Starbucks in the U.S. Probably a lot. I feel like they are very pairing together. In a nice neighborhood, you know, Chipotle and Starbucks. Um, it's almost as to the Pizza Hut and Taco Bell. It's next to each other. Or the Boost Mobile and Western Unions, right? They kind of pair nicely. It's like a Pinot Noir and a ribeye, you know? Pairs very nice. But the uh, the thing was I was thinking about when I was chewing on my big old fat burrito because I'm a fat ass was... The uh, a lot of people who are against capitalism are literally t- tweeting from an iPhone in Starbucks. You're you're it's completely hypocritical. You're 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 drinking a forty seven dollar cup of coffee with a thousand dollar phone in your hand. You know, being a little sarcastic. Well, the phone costs that much money. The coffee doesn't. And um, tweeting or or or. Whatever the new apps these kids use these days, um, TikToking, I don't know if that's a verb to use, but whatever, right? Eat the rich. Meanwhile, your Frappuccino has like diamond cuts in it. It's ridiculous, man. Um, so Starbucks, Starbucks is pretty fire though. The uh, the nitro cold brew, it's uh, it reminds me of when I used to drink Guinness on tap. The difference between a tap Guinness versus a tap like Bud Light, for example, is the most draft beers are CO2 um, kegs or whatever. The uh, nitro cold brew, the Guinness, those are nitri- nitrogen, nitrous or whatever. So it gives them a foamy, creamy, thick, rich, think chocolate feel, taste to it. Yeah. Um, and, uh, oh, and by the way, when I was eating my burrito, I was drinking a Coke. And I'm not a huge soda guy. Um I'll drink ginger ale because it truly helps my stomach. Thanks, Grandma. I learned that when I was, like, four. But uh, whenever I go to, like, Chipotle, McDonald's, you know, I always get a fountain soda. A 
fountain soda just tastes better. I don't know why. A fountain Coke at Chipotle? Dude. It's like fucking fentanyl, dude. I mean, literally. Like, you get a can of Coke, it tastes all metally and warm, and if it's cold, you can't taste it. But the cold fountain soda at Chipotle, you can taste all of the sugar. So that's how I like my Coke. I like it with all the sugar. And, um, yeah, but mainly, you know, try to stick to water. I drink a lot of tap water. It's probably not good for you, especially the, 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 the right-wing people who say the frogs are gay. They're all against drinking <laughs> tap water, man. They're saying it. <laughs> look into it, man. Tap water with the fluoride and what it does for your brain, and they say it turns kids mentally retarded and stuff. It's interesting stuff there. Um, they're... <laughs> So many different movements going on. Talking about movements going on, the one that didn't ever make sense to me was the whole stop Asian hate thing. And let me just say this before you start thinking I'm like a fascist. Um, I haven't, I haven't seen it. I mean, I've seen like one video of a guy punching a Asian woman uh, in New York on the subway, but like. That's New York. New York is fucked up. The crime there is horrible ever since Kami Kaksaka Cuomo got in office, you know? But I don't see people hating on Asians. I know they say it stems from, you know, being against the Wuhan lab with COVID and stuff, but I just haven't seen it in real life, IRL. If you have, let me know where you've seen it. But, like, I just feel like, and I know I'm late on this. I know this was, like, a year ago. But I just started recording this podcast two days ago. So I'm just trying to catch up on like some things that I've been thinking about. And I just haven't seen it. So are they saying it to like divide us and actually create this division? Or yes or yes, you know? I mean, what's the other reasoning behind it? Unless you live in a predominantly Asian community such as San Francisco or whatever in America where there's a lot of Asians, you know, and you see it a lot. I, again, Asheville's all white women named Lauren, so maybe I'm just oblivious to it. Um, And, you know, talking about New York, speaking of New York, um, I remember when I was in my active use, I, (laughs) I've done some crazy shit back in my day, like just stupid stuff, not even like cool, like people who say they like, spent three grand in a night with like a hooker in Vegas and rented a Lambo. Like I've never done anything cool. The stuff I did was just sad, just sad and pathetic. One of the things I did when I was like 19 was I had no money, but I had a crippling drug addiction and I had a car and that car was, I don't know, half paid off. And it was like a 10 year old car at the time so what did my dumbass do? I sold it for $2,500, took the money, and moved to Brooklyn in the winter time in February, okay? And I moved in with a friend from high school. She had a, an extra room for rent. And I just moved there to do drugs. And I didn't, well, you know, I didn't have a car, but New York is notorious for having subways. So my my grand 
philosophy was, I, you can't get a DUI on a subway. You can get shit-faced and get on the train. It was one of the most miserable times of my life. It was freezing cold. I didn't know anyone except for her. She was working, and she had a girlfriend, so they had their own life. And I was just, I was just there. Uh, she got me a job in a restaurant. I was bussing tables for like a really nice restaurant in Brooklyn called Traif, T-R-A-I-F, uh, in Williamsburg. I wonder if they're still open. But the chef would like yell at me. Like this guy was like Gordon Ramsay in the kitchen. I mean, he was about it. He was a he was a lifer. He was like, you know, Anthony Bourdain. Like he would he lived for cooking. I was just there to fund a uh, Roxy habit. And then I'd get off, and I would take. If you know anything about the public transit, let me just tell you, Brooklyn's about an hour to get to uh, where I'm from in Westchester County. And I had my cousin's friend was dope dealer, and so I would get off. I would get on the subway from Brooklyn to Manhattan to Grand Central Station. Then from Grand Central, I would take the uh, Metro North Railroad, the actual train, not the subway, the train, which is like $15 one way, all the way up to Westchester and go by like, I don't know, two Roxy's because that's all the money I had. And then I would take a train back. So it'd be like a three-hour round trip, like $35, $40 in just you know um, transportation costs. And you'd spend like $60 on the pills to feel good for what? An hour and a half. And then by the time I got to my apartment in Brooklyn, the high had gone away. And it was cold and I had to wake up and go work next day. Yeah. So if you move to Brooklyn with $2,000 in the winter with a drug addiction, you're going to have a bad time. Been there. Done that grateful for where I am today. It took years of really just maturing and pulling myself up by my bootstraps, becoming a man, and just, you know, facing life on life's terms. So um, that job I didn't really like. Um, I don't really love what I do today. Uh, it does pay the bills, and I do help people sometimes. And I don't think that I know that many people who absolutely love their job. I know maybe enough people that I could count on one hand that would probably say, yeah, I like what I do. The majority of it, my friend group, which is like three people, we all hate our jobs. We all call each other and complain about our jobs. And I go, thanks for letting me know how much you hate your life. It reminds me how shitty mine isn't. Uh, or... or, or yeah, like it gets me out of my head about how bad my life is. Um, so, I mean, I guess that's one of the goals is to like love what I do, you know. And I never looked at doing a podcast as a as a job ever. Um, this is just a hobby. This is a way for me to vent to my feelings. It, it, I mean, would it be sick to like have sponsors and like talk about what I want and make a little bit of coin from it? Fuck yeah, but there's no way I'm going to be able to make enough money to just pay rent alone especially in Biden's America where bananas are $38. It's ridiculous, you know? So um, I don't know. You know, I, I, I search, I browse. I'm on the, the Indeeds and the career builders looking for jobs out there and uh, looking for that one that's, here's your dream job. I haven't found it yet, but it doesn't hurt to look, you know? The old me would have just quit my job and um, 
scrounge pennies on the dollar until I found something else. But today, you know, at least I have the discipline to keep a job um, and hold a job too. I mean, shit, I've been at this company now for over a year. And, uh, you know, if you would have told my older self who was using back in the day, hey, you're going to have a job selling insurance for over a year and you're going to have your own place, I would have thought you were fucking crazy or crazy. Yes or yes. So um, I was looking on Career Builder, I was looking on Indeed. And then um, at the same time, I was looking at the news articles because it comes on the computer when you're there. So um, I don't know, man. It's it's all the same shit, right? Ukraine and Russia, that got old. It's boring now. Just like COVID got boring in the first six months. Like, we need something new. We need a nuclear war with Russia, you know, to, to excite me. Uh, this China thing... I don't know if it's going to turn out to be anything at all with Taiwan. They're um, maybe preparing or, or, or threatening to invade Taiwan. If they do, what's going to happen? Is there going to be a huge nuclear war between us and us and Russia and China? Probably not. It'll probably be just like the Cold War was. People swinging their big dicks around, threatening each other for you know two decades or whatnot. But uh, that's probably what's going to happen. Or it'll be a bloodbath and, uh, you know, <laughs> sign me up. I'll go. I mean, just because I'm, I'm, I'm not going if this corpse is in office, but, I mean, it, it'd be kind of an exciting thing to do than uh, sit here and talk to uh, Grandma about her insurance. Yeah, it's, it's nice, but you know, I'm, not, I'm not complaining. My job's okay. Um, Kanye West, always in the news Kim Kardashian slamming Kanye West about the Pete Davidson meme uh, or the picture. I don't know if you guys saw that. That was actually pretty interesting. Uh, On Kanye West's Instagram, he put a big New York Times article. Just all it says is Skeet Davidson dead at age 28. Dude, that is ballsy. And then in small, very fine print, it says something about how Kid Cudi was supposed to play the funeral, but he was fearful of uh, people throwing bottles at him. Dude, Kanye West is the ultimate troll. I love the guy. I really do. I do love the guy. Um, he's been in the news forever, man. That South Park gay fish episode, fish dicks, man. But uh, yeah, he he's up there with uh, my favorite musicians of all time, and I'm talking all time, like producers, singers, songwriters, you know, the Hendrixes and the Bob Dylans and, you know, all those legends. So, um, yeah, man, the news, it's all bullshit. We're sending more money to Ukraine and there's more fires. California's on fire, you know, all the time. And um, Kamala Harris is still a bitch. That's really all I can say about her. Like, everything... (laughs) You see an article about her, and you're like, oh, she's still a bitch, and you just keep scrolling through. There's really nothing new. Um, You know, it's all just stand up for Ukraine and uh, monkeypox. And I think monkeypox was uh, created on Pride Month. Is it a coincidence, guys, that, you know, a month and a half after Pride Month, monkeypox comes out? Come on. I don't think it's a coincidence. Have you ever seen monkeypox? I haven't. Uh, but I bet you could find it if you go to, like, 
I don't even know if it's still like the gay area, but like Chelsea, Manhattan, or the Castro of San Francisco, or Silver Lake in LA. Don't ask me how I know these neighborhoods, guys. Um, I'm a big nerd when it comes to geography. I've always liked maps and exploring and going on Google Maps. Uh, so tripping out, looking at a bunch of Google Mac stars. That's a Mac line, but I don't know. I've always enjoyed that. So maybe I can get a job on just, just studying maps. Maybe that would be my, my Kino way to make some money. But um, no, I don't know. And then it's just the rest, you know, memes and uh, stocks and Bitcoin and the Dow and entertainment, you know, all the same people and yada, yada, yada. It's all bull crap. Don't listen to them, guys. They're trying to divide you. They're trying to brainwash you. Live your life. Love your neighbor. Be there for your friends and family. And be grateful. That's that's all we can do. So checking out. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time, this has been the MKI Ultra Show.